0: To be back in the service, yes. 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 am I audible? Yes. All right, amen. amen. So, we appreciate it a lot for his grace and mercy. Amen. Just before I read the words, it's just something that I need to pass. There's a sister, uh, Sarah, depending on how you know her. So I think she came back the other time and she asked me to get baptized uh, but later when I had a few interviews with her I realized that she needed to fix a few things uh, but it looks like she's reluctant to do so so I've been requesting to meet up with her and she's been avoiding to meet up with me and, so if you don't see her just know that Something that we want. Amen. Amen. So uh, the Bible says there must be a total, a total separation. Um, I'm glad, sister, you called you called it very well. Total separation in order to have total repentance. In order to have total deliverance. Are, are you with me? It's not just coming into the water. There's got to be a separation. Amen. 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 I, I like that. A total separation. Amen. Amen. So let's just go to the reading of the word. So I thought I must just say that. Isaiah 55 of verse 10, Isaiah. God bless you, Sister Buku um, here if she can just wave with the kiss. Amen. God bless you. It's just a round of applause for her. All right. Let's a round of applause. Amen. Oh, God bless you. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Isaiah, uh, 15. 5, from verse 10 to 11, amen. amen. For, as down, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and, the snow from heaven, and returneth not a feeder, but watereth the earth. And, and make it forth uh, make it bring forth forth and, bat, and it bring forth and bat That it may give seed to the sower. Sow, and bread to the eater. And to the eater. So shall my way be that goeth forth out of my mouth. So shall my be goeth forth out of my mouth. As readers you but dear God we need your spirit even in this service you are invited to come and be part of this service that the Holy Spirit must come and have a preeminency because if we could gather and the Holy Ghost be absent it's just a social gathering and it will not help much in our spiritual discourse but Lord we believe that you are here sang Songs of Zion because we wanted to create an aura for you to be able to come in and dear God just to have the preeminence those that have needs may you meet them at the point of their need Lord they may not go back home in the same way they must be going back rejoicing that God has granted me my heart's desire The Bible says, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, you did the supernatural. And today, you do the supernatural. And forever, you will do the supernatural. And I believe this is not just a a natural meeting. It is a supernatural meeting, graced by the supernatural God, together with his angels, dear God. Lord, I commit everything to you, the hearers of the word and the speaker this morning. May there just be a harmony of spirit so that, dear God, you may achieve the results that you want to be achieved in this service. As we commit everything to you, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. 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 God bless you as you take your seat. Abraham, if we can just attend to the monitor here. Amen. God bless you. There is a brother, Yahweh, has gone to Congo, the one that normally sits here. So he's in Congo. Amen. Amen. Don't be surprised if you don't see him. Amen. Now, this morning I want to speak on divine principles. Divine principles is what I want us to look at this morning. Um, Everything in life has got principles. I believe that business people have got business principles that they need to abide by in order to run a, a business. And nature has got principles that it has to operate by in order to be nature. And God has got principles as well that you need to abide by. Are you here this morning? Uh, a, a principle, a, for a lack of a better word, is no respecter of a person. Uh, if you jump, you need to come back that's a principle. The force of gravity. Are you with me? It doesn't matter if you are educated or not educated. If you jump, you will come back. Doesn't matter whether you are white or black. If you jump, you come back. Because gravity doesn't know a personality. It's a principle. Are you with me? Now, in the message, Expectation, paragraph 57, the prophet of God says in this message, he says, if God was ever called on the scene to a sick man and healed him upon the basis of his faith, if another sick man comes to him, he's got to do he has got to do the same thing if he gives he's got to do the same thing and it says he's got to do the same thing or he acted wrong when he healed the first man so that means the second man can tell God that because you healed the first man you are obligated to heal me in English is what they call precedence. You have set a precedence that you are a healer. You healed that one, I'm sick and I come on the same basis, you must heal me. Hallelujah. Yes. Then it says if he gives the one the Holy Ghost that obeyed him in the Bible, exactly as he promised there in Acts. He said the promises unto you and to your children and them that are far, even as many as the Lord God shall call. I like it when it says, The promise is unto you, to your children, and even them that are far off. So that means what the Holy Ghost has achieved through them, will achieve through their children, and will achieve through them that are far. Are you with me? Now it says, he said to the promise, he said, If the man meets those qualifications, God is obligated by his word to fill him with the Holy Ghost. I like the key word today. God is obligated. You can make God to be obligated to do certain things. You can force God to do certain things and say, Lord, you don't have a choice. You've got to do it. God is obligated by his way to fill him with the Holy Ghost. Because if he didn't, then he made a mistake. And if God made a mistake, he is a man, not God. So that means God can never make a mistake. If somebody was healed yesterday, somebody can be healed today. If somebody was saved yesterday, somebody can be saved today. If God intervened yesterday, God can intervene today. Amen. But you must have a principle of expectation. Amen. See, because, Lord, I know what you are capable of, and I know what you have done, and therefore I would want you to do it in my, in my space. Amen. Amen. Now, let me just look at this issue of a principle of presidency. When you get into the cause, what the entire legal fraternity or legal profession is based upon is to explore uh, the, I can maybe call it the doctrine of precedency. It's what they call case law in, in our courts. That means if Brother Mafakaza did something, it's just an example of my brother, you wouldn't do it. Amen. If Brother Mafagaza has done something and he comes before the court and is represented by his uh, legal representative and the legal representative persuades the judge that Mafagaza is not wrong. Maybe he was caught driving at 180 kilometers per hour and he says, I was in a hurry uh, because I was rushing to to go and visit a sick person. And maybe the judge feels pity for him and finds him not guilty. Amen. That means the next time I can drive at 180 kilometers and I can give the same reason that he gave and the next judge is obligated to rule in the same manner because it's precedence. Amen. I don't know whether you are you with me here. That, that's, the, that's the whole thing about the legal uh, profession. That's why they will go and read into the case laws and say, was there ever a case that was like this? And they check, even on a global scale, was was there ever a a case that was similar to this? And how did they judge according to that case? Then they persuade the judge that in the previous case, they judged in this manner. So therefore, you are obligated, based on precedency to judge in the same manner. Are you still with me? is what they call a case law. Now, if the legal profession can use presidency, how much more about us because we've got many cases here. Uh, hallelujah. Every 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 condition in the building, I can find something that I can refer to in this uh, uh, ca- case law. Uh, amen. Uh, somebody somebody needed something and they approached God in this and God granted them so he is obligated to grant it to you Amen. Are, are you here? Amen. And, and, and you've got remember as much as the presidency is there what makes a, a lawyer to be skillful is their ability to persuade Amen. the persuasion skills to tell the judge that based on this you've got to judge so they are already preempting how he must judge And they will even say, based on this case law, my client is not guilty. This case has got to be dismissed. Mm -hmm. So this morning, if there is somebody that feels unworthy because of maybe a sin that they have committed, there is also a way I can go in this and say, somebody was forgiven. And if somebody was forgiven, based on presidency, you must be forgiven. And if somebody was filled with the Holy Ghost, you have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And if somebody overcame, you've got to overcome. That's why a believer has got to find a scripture and a verse and link up their situation on that verse and say, Lord, based on what you have done for Brother Job, you can do it for me. What you have done for so and so, you can do it for me. What you have done for the Samaritan woman, you can do it for me. And I can imagine your last punchline will be, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You you did it yesterday, then you can do it today, and you can do it tomorrow. Young people, are you in the building? If the old timers overcame Satan, you must overcome Satan and those that are coming after you they must overcome Satan because why it is based on precedency does it make sense folks now I said it doesn't matter whether you are are an intellectual or you are a fool hallelujah although I've never met anybody being a fool hallelujah wherever you are, even this morning, if we can say, you jump, all of you, no one will remain hanging in the air. Hallelujah. The force of gravity will bring equality in this church. Whether you are a believer or not believer, if we jump, we return. Because according to the law of God, gravity is the force that pulls your body towards the earth Hallelujah So it doesn't matter what you do you've got to Now, if gravity is the force that pulls your body towards the earth what does the weight do? Hallelujah I say if you jump you come back because gravity pulls you And the same way if gravity has got a pull the weight has got a pull Hallelujah and that's what we are going to look into. Now, brother, in the message, Total Deliverance, isn't such a beautiful title, Total Deliverance? Amen. Not half deliverance, Total Deliverance. Amen. Amen. He says in this message, paragraph 49, He says just like you if you are a christian god don't make any halfway christians it's a principle god doesn't make halfway christians god makes complete christians god don't make halfway preachers but the preacher can be halfway and God makes his, Christian, his children Christians. Mm. But sometimes they are halfway Christian. Yeah. But it's not, it's not God's intention for them to be that way. Yes, it's their own ways got mixed up with the plan of God for their life. Amen. That's what makes them the way they are. Amen. God don't want them to be halfway Christian mm-hmm. or halfway preachers, compromising on either side. He wants them to completely stand in the bridge. So, here we are establishing a critical principle. God doesn't make halfway Christians. Hallelujah. Yes, a brother or a sister can be halfway, but God doesn't have halfway Christians. And God does not have halfway preachers. He's got full preachers. A preacher can be halfway, but God doesn't make halfway preachers. And even God doesn't make a halfway church. God makes a complete church. Are you here this morning? I hope we are together. Now, it is quite amazing that in life, there are people that don't know God, but they use God's principles to to carry on in life. And because they are using the godly principles without knowing God, God is obligated to respect yes, yes. the principles that they are using. Yes. Uh, I, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You, you you can know God Amen. and be a Christian and not use Christian principles. Yes. And you find somebody is not a Christian, but they use Christian principles And now, at the end, you get confused that this fella is not a Christian, but look how his life is so together. And this one is a Christian, but things are crumbling around. I'm going to preach this morning. Now, many times, even when you come to Brother Bremen's meetings, it was most of the times it was unbelievers who were getting healed more than believers. I will repeat. Yes. Many times it was unbelievers getting healed more than believers. Yes. And even on my Christian journey, I've seen many times it would be an unbeliever benefiting from a service than a
1: believer.
0: Hallelujah. Yes. Because yes. a believer has got preconceived ideas. Okay. Even when we read the scripture, says, I know how it will end. Oh, yeah. Zero expectation. Yeah. But an unbeliever says, let's see what God is going to do today. I And now, based on that principle of expectation, God is obligated to meet them at the point of their needs. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. Now, Brother Brenham says, I just need a bit of volume here on the monitor. Faith is the substance, paragraph 22. He says, I've seen many people come by, lovely people, real Christians, but didn't have enough faith to be healed. And some sinner passed by and has the faith to be healed. Are you reading here, folks? These These are not fake Christians. Real lovely people, real Christians come into a church where divine healing is preached. They are sick, but they have got no faith to be healed. But a sinner living a filthy life, a sinner knowing nothing about God A sinner knowing nothing about church Amen. But they come in and they get healed There they, they, they must be a problem Because real Christians They must be knowing how to apply the principles of faith Amen. Why would it be a sinner applying the principles of faith Better than a Christian We need, to, we need to look into that. I say we need to look into that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, 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 will be, I will be very much aggrieved. Not with God, but with myself. Amen. If I was to be sick and come into the presence of God, and God heals a sinner and leaves me alone. Hallelujah. Well, I'm a, a real Christian, this person was drunk last week. Yeah. This person is a smoker. Yeah. This person is a crook. Yeah. But this person comes into the presence of God, gets healed, yeah. and I'm not a crook, but God does not do anything for me. Amen. Amen. Uh, will you be satisfied with this picture? No. I'm asking folks. No. Don't sleep on me. Are you, are you satisfied with this picture? No. So, the difference there is that the sinner may have mastered the art of applying divine principles. Yeah. Yeah. A sinner may not have maybe a sense of familiarity. I know how church is going to go. Kuna will lead to this song and that song. Yeah. And after that, I'll call my focus to open with a word of prayer. And after they will collect an offering. And after they will pray. And after they will see. Then we'll go home. A sinner comes there and says, I don't know today. I don't know these people. They don't know me. But Lord, I'm in your presence. Lord, I know there are certain things that you and you alone can do. He's got no problem. Even if the song is out of tune, he's not focusing on that. He's not interested in form. He's not interested in formality. He's got an expectation. I'm in the presence of God and God must do something. And God, while the sinner is in a drunken state, the cancer falls off. But your cancer is developing. Because we have become so analytical. Yeah. I say, that statement has been said before. All things are possible to them that believe. I know it. I'm I'm used to it. Don't ever get used to the things of God. And don't ever get used to God's presence. Every time, regard it as a grand privilege. And say, Lord, I'm here. It's a privilege to be here. I've got no right to be here, but I'm here by grace. I say, I'm here by grace. The problem today, familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah. Yeah. You know that yeah. you, you take your wife for granted because you are used to her. Uh, 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 I, I, we can explain. If, we, okay. if a sister comes to your house and breaks a, at last, you will say, I don't worry, sister. You know, we're even planning to replace them. Yeah. But if the wife finishes them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? more patience with somebody that you are not familiar with. Yes. Uh, you, you know, I love whenever I travel, after you preached, you find a line of brothers. It's like a, a brother in Trinidad that say, if they don't need you in South Africa, we, we, we want to have you here. In my heart, I say, I I'll come here six months Will will say, go back to South Africa. Yes. Because why? They don't know me. Yes. A visiting minister is a great guy. Because he doesn't correct you. He's just handing out sweets. Hallelujah. But if a, a, a local pastor tells you that that thing is not right, take it out. If you don't take it out, don't come to church next week. Then you say, hey, he hates me. No, he loves you. Familiarity breeds contempt. Even your parents, many times, are there not times where you are, you are, even your children tell you, you... I really wish that I could have a mom like so-and-so. <laughs> Take them to her. They won't spend a week. Amen. Uh, are you with me? Amen. Another wise man says, the, the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know. <laughs> it's because he left the devil he knew only to be shocked by the devil that he doesn't know. Amen. Then he conto this phrase the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know amen. familiarity amen. familiarity takes away sincerity amen. Amen. familiarity makes us to have a lack of sincerity amen. Amen. amen I hope we I hope you are with me this morning
1: amen.
0: now Experiences 73 is a paragraph. Now, how many agree that this acoustic panel is brown? How many agree with it? (laughs) Or is anyone that sees it as white? (laughs) We all agree it's brown. And what makes you to believe that it's brown is because you trust your sight. Yeah. Is it so? Yes, Are you with me? Yes. Actually, the whole church agrees that it's brown. Yes, now, the prophet says, if you can trust the human part, why not trust the superhuman part? I have a question, folks. You all agree that this is brown. But if I put a cancer-ravaged person here and say, She can be healed. All of a sudden, you go into your analysis. Brother Marima, be careful. What did the doctor say about it? What stage of this cancer is it? Is it stage one? If it's stage 1, maybe, maybe stage 2, maybe it says. But this is stage 4. This person is terminally ill. Why don't you just help them to make right with God and they die? That's what you will think. Are you with me? I'm demonstrating that many times we trust the human part, but we mistrust the superhuman part. And if you can trust the body why not trust the Spirit? If you can trust the body, why not trust the Spirit? For the Spirit is superior over the body. Hallelujah. I mean, we are all sitting down. All of you, you are thinking that once it's done, we stand up, we are going home. None of you is thinking that, but what if I won't be able to stand? you believe that your body will stand. You believe in your body. But why the same faith you don't apply it and believe in the things in the spiritual form? If you you believe you're going to stand from your chair, why don't you believe you're going to stand from your condition? Uh, I will repeat. If you believe you're going to stand from your chair, why don't you believe you're going to stand from your condition? I don't know what condition it is, but whatever condition it is, You can stand from that condition. I I say, you can stand from that condition. You believe this is brown. Then you must believe when I say, you will stand from that situation. And you had much better believe me when I say, that trial will be over. And you will overcome from that trial not somebody overcoming for you, not an angel, but you will overcome from that trial. You, you, as an individual, you will overcome from that trial. Yes, I'm preaching, I hear an amen, but I know that there is a bit of restraint and consciousness and say, maybe you don't know, you have not analyzed, hear me out. I don't want to hear you out. Hear your faith out. And I said, you can face it out of that situation. Yeah. Come on, are you here? Yeah. I said to this morning, this is not a social gathering. Yeah. This is a supernatural gathering. Yeah. And we believe God is, yeah. to to yeah. say, God is here to respond to our needs. I said, God is here to respond to our needs. You believe this is brown, yeah. but when I say God is here, you doubt that. Yeah. I say, live that God is here. Yeah. Yeah. God is here this morning. Yes. And every sickness this morning can be healed. Not yes. time, every sickness can be healed. And the Lord that God that healeth thee of all, all, all thy diseases. Every sickness can be healed. And every problem can be resolved. I say every problem can be resolved. Uh, Church, I need you to stand up like an army that every demon can be overcome yeah. and every devil can be defeated yeah. not tomorrow now yeah. not tomorrow now for yeah. so the spirit is superior yeah. over the body yeah. and thou says the prophet and I believe in that yeah. yeah. precedency what God has done for somebody yesterday, he can do it for you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What God has done in the yesterday service, God can do it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of a dirty relation. Yeah. I want God on the move. Yeah. When well, you see, that's God doing that. That's God doing that. That's God doing that. Because he's a God of deeds. Yeah. Yeah. Not the God of someone's only, he's the God of deeds. Yeah. And we can send him to every area whether it's your problem. My friends, we can send him to Zimbabwe now. And he can begin to work on that situation. Away from you. It doesn't matter how many miles apart. Faith knows no distance. I said, faith knows no distance. And faith knows no border. can reach every Of faith, yes. when I was in that there was a wish that they made a prophet that I'm not going to preach more than 20 minutes. Amen. He had told them that he told the church it's a waste of time and waste of money for this man to come here. Okay. And when I got there, they didn't tell me. And I preached, and I had a problem with my voice. You remember, yes. and the last service I was almost convinced that I must tell the local pastor I say, Finish the convention because my voice is God. But while I was in the room and I prayed, I said, I didn't come all the way from South Africa here to start a convention and not finish it. I'm going behind that pulpit and I'm going to deliver every sermon that God has placed in my heart. And after I delivered it, and then I was told that the witch said so and so, I said, that witch has got no power over me. I said, that witch has got no power over me. Are you here, church? the problem we surrender so easily yes. sometimes we surrender so. sometimes you've got to be militant yes. and say not here at the table try next door but not here not in this church try another church not in this home try another home it requires a certain degree of militancy Amen. do you believe this this morning then the prophet says the way it became flesh. 176. He says and every word in the Bible every in the Bible is God's thoughts laying in city form that if received into the human being and spoke by the same thought that materialized the Bible brings the thing to pass.
1: Yes.
0: See what I mean? How powerful could the church be? Yes. Every word in this Bible every word in the Bible is God's thoughts laying As a seed form, Waiting for the right ground. And once it is found in the right ground. It will materialize. It will come to pass. And today you are a ground. And this is the seed. Which is God's thought. It's waiting to find a ground. And once it finds a ground. Then it's bound to materialize. Amen. Are you with me? He carries on. The world is falling apart. Amen. Paragraph eighty-six. He says, and the word is a seed. How I many agree with that? And the seed in the right kind of ground will grow. Amen. If, you, if you don't dig it up every morning to find out whether it's grown or not. You just plant it, commit it to God, and leave it there. Amen. That's the way to let it grow. Just to leave it the way it's in the ground. That's where it's supposed to be. The ground of your heart. Your heart is the ground. The weight is the seed. And once it finds a fertile ground, which is your heart, it will grow. And you don't need to open it and check if it's growing. Leave it there. That's where it's supposed to be, the ground of your heart. Faith is watering it yeah. hourly, mm. folks hourly. Amen. and when you get faith, faith cometh by hearing Amen. hearing the word of God. Amen. And the more you hear the word of God, that weight is bringing faith which is watering that weight in you hourly yeah. and then you say, If God said so If God said so (laughs) I just imagine If a A very rich man Gives you a blank check and say Sign what you need here And you just stay at him (laughs) And say sign here whatever Numbers you just stay at him he will take the checkbook and give it to somebody. Yes. Remember in one service, he said, Mr. Anderson, you missed it. Yes. But now it's now on Sister Virginia. Yes. I say, if God said it, it's mine. Oh, you're not saying it. Yes. If God said it, it's mine. You've you, you got to claim it, folks. Yes. But I will say, that's the way to do it. Yes. You don't become apologetic and say, it's, it's mine. You say, it's mine. Yes. And you mean it when you say it's yours. Amen. Hope we are together. Now, John 1, verse 1. Let's read it together. In the beginning was the way and the weight was with God and the weight was God God. verse 14 and the weight was made flesh
1: flesh.
0: This, this is a divine principle for the hour in the beginning was the weight but the weight will not remain in that form and the it was God, and will not remain that weight, that weight must become flesh. It's a, it's a principle. Amen. Now, where we read, my brother, before I come back to this, Isaiah 55, verse 11. It says, So shall my weight be, that goeth forth out of my mouth, It shall not return unto me void. The weight shall never return to him void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing where to I send it to. So, if in the beginning was the weight, the weight was with God, and the weight was God. When that weight cometh down, leave leave that scripture. Isaiah. And that weight cometh down and becomes flesh. It will never return to him void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. So, what does it mean? The weight shall never fade. And when the weight has been proclaimed and left to God's lips. And goeth forth, it shall accomplish that which pleases God. Amen. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. So the weight in you shall never fade. Yes. The weight in you shall never fade. Yes. Then let's come here. I want to show you one principle how the weight can never fail. i shown you this before. In the beginning was the weight, the weight was with God, and the weight was God, and the weight was made flesh. Are we with me? Amen. And I say once the weight is made flesh, the weight will prosper, and they will achieve what it was sent for. Jesus, do we believe that Jesus Christ was the weight made flesh? Amen. And actually, he was God, Elohim, made flesh. Amen. Elo- Elohim made flesh. Now, I've said it here before I get into these quotations. Today, there is a principle of the weight. The weight has got the magnetic power. I said gravity pulls you, and the weight pulls the predestinated seat. I said, the weight pulls the predestinated seat. Not a church building, not a group, nothing but the weight. If you were pulled by anything else, you're going to have trouble on this journey. You had much better be pulled by the weight. Now, I said many times, when he was Elohim, the Samaritan woman was an attribute, and the priest was in there. When he was the Logos, the Samaritan woman was there as the Theophany. And they all became flesh. The priest became flesh. The Samaritan woman became flesh, and God became flesh. But if we were to ask you based on the what was on the surface, and say who has more proximity to God, you would have said to the priest because he came from the right lineage. Yeah. Hallelujah! He was a man that kept himself clean. But however, the Samaritan woman was filthy, broken, and all those things. But listen to a principle here. In the future home, paragraph 132, it says now, this little woman, her first life up here, she was a prostitute. She was all mad up. But way down in her, here, was just a little bit of understanding. She was a prostitute, based on what you saw. But down in her, there was a little bit of understanding. I don't know how many of you, wherever you were and wherever the gospel found you, you had a bit of understanding. And that understanding might have displayed itself as a discomfort. Mm-hmm. You were in a certain place, but were uncomfortable about certain things. Why do we do things this way? Why do they preach this way? Why do they believe this way? Can't we do it this way? A little bit of understanding. 134. But this little woman had nothing to present. You could have asked her credentials as far as religion was concerned, she had zero credentials. She was as filthy and dirty as she could be. But notice, way down in her, she's got representation. So, again, you see a person, she's a prostitute, broken, filthy, dirty, away from church, away from religion, away from the gospel, But again, what could be a principle that they have in them that comes from eternity? So this woman, way down in her, she got a representation. Then she was looking. Hallelujah. Apologies here. I don't know what's happening here. Some people are not in church. Imagine if you phone the pastor on the pulpit. Amen. you Will bear with me. I'll switch it off. Now, this little woman had nothing to present. She was just as filthy and dirty as she could be. But way down in her, she got representation. Then she was looking. She was looking for this to be made flesh. What was she looking to be flesh? What was she looking for to be flesh? She she understood, based on the principle, the weight must become flesh. Are we together? Let's carry on on for the future home, 137. No more doubt. You didn't have to explain it. She saw it. She believed it. And away she went. Why? What did it do to her? It redeemed her. The principle of redemption is that Anything that has been lost has got to be redeemed. And the way to redeem it means it has to be brought back. So although she fell into sin, she was a prostitute. But the principle of redemption holds here that she has got to be redeemed and be brought back. I don't know how many believe that. Now watch. He came to be a redeemer. Is that right? What does redeem mean? Bring back. Why didn't he get the priest? He was never up there. You can never redeem what you have not lost. If we say you are redeemable, you've got a place that you must be redeemed back to. And when we speak about restoration, restoration, I said, is not replacement, it's to restore the very thing that you have lost. Job was not replaced with new children. Job was restored his own children. And the same thing with you. Anything that you have lost is not going to be replaced. In God's economy, we don't work on replacement. We work on restoration. Do you believe that that is a principle? That whatever has gone down, it must be exactly the same thing that comes back and is restored back to you. The Samaritan woman was a child of God and she had to be restored back to God. And if the gospel was working on replacement, the priest was qualified to replace the Samaritan woman. But it's not a principle of the gospel to replace. I say it's not a principle of the gospel to replace. Amen. In the gospel, things are irreplaceable. Amen. And you, in the gospel, you are irreplaceable. Amen. I thought you would say a better amen than that. Amen. Imagine when they say you are irreplaceable. In God's economy, you are irreplaceable.
1: Amen.
0: Are you with me? Amen. Brother Tom, there will never be another brother Tom. Amen. There will never be another brother, Tom. Only brother, Tom, that is there in the kingdom of God. Yeah. God will never replace you. Tell right. God will never replace you.
1: Yeah.
0: And all of you, God will never replace you. Yeah. And if He has to replace you, He would have replaced you. But it's because He has got to restore you. Yeah. And how does He restore you? The word must become flesh. Yeah. And the weight, when it becomes flesh, it becomes a magnet. Amen. And when it becomes magnet, it pulls the people that are around and they will come and be attracted to the weight. Amen. That's why this morning I say, we are not attracted to a church building. Amen. We are not attracted to a group. We are not attracted to anything. We are attracted to the weight.
1: Amen.
0: No man can come to the Father, to me, unless he is drawn by the Father. Yes, Something pulled you to come this way. Amen. And are you realizing that it, as much as there could be turbulences on the Christian journey, you keep on keeping on? Yes. How many know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where the devil thought you would let go, but you can't let go. Yes. Even the times when you wanted to let go, you couldn't let go. Yes. Actually, you can't let go because something got hold of you. Yes that held you is not Pastor Mariba, it's not the deacons, it's not the elders, it's not the truth. The Father is holding you. He's the one that pulled you. And no matter what winds come your way, nothing will blow you away. I say nothing will blow you away. Some of you Satan sees you on Sunday morning getting dressed up and say, where are you going? I thought by now you should be done. But here you are, many years later, and what kept you is not your intelligence, is not your effort, something got all of you. And I said, David, the God will never let me go. No matter the ups and downs of life, God will never let me go. Maybe what I made it, let me bring another principle God can never fail. It's a principle in God's economy God will never Uh, fail. The angels are saying amen to that. God will never fail. Everything will fail, but God will never fail. Let me take it further. God in a believer shall never fail. God in a believer shall never never fail. I can imagine some of you they said you are not going to go far. Yeah. But here you are. Yeah. Many years later, here you are. Yeah. What kept you? Yeah. And what keeps you moving? Yeah. The grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. They still go away. Now, what does redeem mean? Bring back Why didn't he cast to the priest? He never was up there. See, he had no representation. He came to redeem that which had fallen. In the fall, this got messed up with that girl. But God had her in his thinking before the, war, the foundation of the world. And he came to Atlanta. She had eternal life. She always had eternal life. She didn't receive the eternal life when she spoke to Jesus. She had eternal life even before she was born. I say, even before she was a sinner, she had eternal life. Yeah. This is another principle: you don't receive eternal life in the church; you always had eternal life. Yeah. You don't receive eternal life when you receive the gospel; you always had eternal life. Yeah. The scripture says, "As many as believe, as many as were ordained to eternal life, believe."
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Let's carry on. A future home. It says 141. One. Now, listen, friend. If the only thing you've got is just intellectual learning, which is a problem today among believers, intellectual learning. learning. That's why church has become a lecture room, yeah. where it's just an acquisition of knowledge, but without the power. Behind it. Amen. You get something different from that. You will never, you will never be able to get it unless you got representation. Amen. That's the reason I believe you come from the east, west, north, south, the word living made manifest. You are the word made manifest. He says you can never get it unless you've got representation. How many things do you believe in the message that you cannot even explain to the next person? Even when you begin to explain, you think, forget it. I don't make sense. I know I don't make sense, but I believe it. Because why you've got a representation. You can't explain it to the next person. Until sometime, Brother Prem says, you can never explain the supernatural. There are certain things that God will do in your life, you can never explain them to anybody unless they are supernaturally inclined as you are inclined. Some people, even believers, if you begin to say, the Lord did this and the Lord did that, then they give you this look and you wonder, am I still still normal?' They give you this weird look. But somebody when you speak to them and say the Lord has done this, the Lord has done this, then you realize, goodness, here I've got a fellow crazy person. They even bring the other crazy story. Because what's happened, the supernatural brother say there is a fine line between the supernatural and insanity. He says sometimes you get away from your thinking and the mind of Christ moves in. I do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If, the, if the supernatural visits you, you can't explain it to anyone. Yeah. You've got to find the people that are in that line and in that channel that will comprehend what you are talking about. Yeah. Somebody will just say you just had a nightmare. Yeah. It's not a nightmare. It's a supernatural, yeah. and the supernatural is a reality.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, sometimes when we preach behind the pulpit. There are people that normally would not see only one person. Amen. Uh, somebody say, hang on. They are drunk. <laughs> yes, in the spirit. Yes. 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 Amen. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Yes, there are times where you uh, a preacher is preaching, but it's not alone. No.
1: Amen.
0: And you see a preacher, but you see another one that looks like a preacher.
1: Amen.
0: Hallelujah. You see uh, his spiritual theophany, his theophany. Yes. I you don't say amen. amen. Do you believe this thing? Yes. Do you or you think maybe I'm crazy here, Trinity? They gave me some shot? It's the reality. Yeah. You, you can feel the presence when you're alone in the room sometimes. And yeah. somebody walked into the room. There is another presence that I cannot explain. Whether you're not crazy is God in the building. Sometimes you, you pray and pray and really get lost in the moment. Yeah. And you begin to see things in the supernatural realm Amen. unfolding. Amen. That's God. Amen. And that's normal.
1: Amen.
0: I say that's normal.
1: Amen.
0: The very thing that you think is abnormal, that's normal. Amen. 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 The prophet says, In this message, why cry, speak. Paragraph 3.0. He says, and principle, my question, here's my question to you. What principles do govern your life? Are you not frustrated because many a times You are looking for the outcomes of the principles that you do not apply. Could it be that the reason you look for results and they never come is because you are misaligned with the principles that should bring those results. You know, there are certain principles we are even afraid to preach because of the times in which we are living in. Yeah. Because when you preach about the principles, you say, yeah, you, now we know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we even have, avoid to preach about tithing. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, now yeah. to
1: mm-hmm.
0: But you're a believer. Yeah. You don't pay tithe, mm-hmm. But you say, the Lord... <laughs> I
1: was
0: invited by a, a Hindu man for lunch when I was there in Trinidad. We had lunch. I was telling Brother Jonathan George it feels like I ate more Indian food than Brother Chitin, Sister Chitin, their entire life. <laughs> Just by being three weeks in Trinidad. So we went to this restaurant and we had lunch. And he said, I want to show you the school that I'm building for the Hindu temple. Then he took me to the Hindu. I'm not Hindu, took me to the Hindu. When I got there, this man must be running seven supermarkets in Trinidad. He showed me a twenty a school with 20 classrooms, the double story. Went from class to class, he says, this year, It's going to be a laboratory. This is going to be an IT class. And he showed me 20. Then I was sitting there saying, my, my, my. It's a high school that I've got a primary. He first took me to the primary and took me to the high school. Then I say, this man is giving so much to a dead religion. This man is giving so much to a dead religion Amen. to protect his kids from the Hindu to stay in that dead religion. Yeah. They will need our own Hindu school. Here we've got it. Are you with me, brother? Yeah. But come to Christianity my daughter we can talk with the mouth. Yeah. But pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking money. I'm talking a principle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking a principle. Amen. Uh? Amen. People like Bill Gates, they, they call them philanthropists. Yeah. They believe that when I give, is the more I receive. Huh? Yeah. But Christians say, hey! Hi! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on there, but I'm just showing you some of the principles that we are shy to... Uh, young ones don't believe in that. I think young ones if we really, if the rapture is another three years, they're going to start posting on social media that is of the devil, we are, don't yes. believe in that. Yes. They're just waiting for the right moment. Very few. Oh, I'm not there. How did I, How did I arrive here? was not in my notes, but I felt nudge to go there. Amen. 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 Why cry? Speak. I hope I've not killed. Amen. It was just a detour. Hey. Why Christ speak, paragraph 30. Moses was born in this world, a gifted boy. He was born to be a prophet. Another principle is that in God's economy, you don't get born and become. You are born the very thing that you are. Your gift is not acquired. It's innate, you are born with it. Yes. Yes. If you are a singer, you were born a sinner, a singer, not a yes. sinner, a singer. At yes. least the table slices up. You were born a singer. Yes. The church doesn't make you a singer. Yes. They may discover that you are a singer, but you were born a singer.
1: Yes. And when you are
0: a preacher, you were born. A preacher. Amen. People don't make you a preacher. You were born a preacher. Amen. He was born a prophet, a deliverer. He was born with an equipment born in him. He came with installation. There was a software that he was born with. Installed by God in Moses. And every, every believer is born with an equipment. Yes. Amen. A divine equipment. Amen. And when you come to the service, sometimes you come to renew that software. Amen.
1: If you don't come
0: to a church, it never gets renewed. Amen. This equipment is the one that pulled you. As a family believe, then it says, as a family believe in the full knowledge of God and the predestination. So this equipment is linked to the full knowledge of God and the predestination. That's why I never believe and will never believe that I'm in this message because of somebody's idea. No, not by somebody's favor. It's by the grace of God. Because I was born with an equipment. And you were born with an equipment. Amen. That equipment, it was put there by God.
1: Amen.
0: And maybe a brother, that's where you need to understand. The very person that testified to you is not your master. Amen. He might, you might have known, not known the message, but it's not your master. <laughs> oh, you? Are you here? You have mastered the Lord Jesus Christ. You can say, brother, you testify to me, but I'm not your disciple. I'm the disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the one that put an equipment in
1: me.
0: I normally meet people in the messages I travel. This Ah, this one is my child in the faith. And it's spoken with a possessive tone. That no matter who even you can try, you are mine. No, we are not yours. Hey. Hey. We are God's people. We are not hey. yours. Hey. You know, you you were just used by God to test you. It's not your message. Hey. Even you, you were found, hey. and even the one that found you found was found by somebody. Hey. And who found all of us is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey. let's come to another principle before I wrap up. Mark 16. These signs shall follow them that belief. Amen. They've got to believe first no. then these signs shall follow them. It's a principle. If science don't follow you. And when I say science, falls, I'm not sure talking about emo- emotional gymnastics. I'm not talking about Hollywood, Baba boom. No, 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 no. I- I'm talking about, I'm talking about, when I say this science it shall follow them, Brother Brenham says divine healing is not hookah it's not hukas, pokas, What? Hukas, pokas, it's not. something that is real. Amen. Baptism of the Holy Ghost is something that is real. Amen. And young, one young person asked me when I was there, and said, but how will I know that I do have the Holy Ghost? I say, speaking in tongues is not it. Amen. Shouting is not it. Amen. Jumping up and down is not it. I say, watch your life. Amen. Amen. And if your life tallies up with the weight, yes, it can only be the Holy Ghost yes. that can change your life to be in line with the weight. Yes. Amen. You can't jump up and down in church no. and next week you are drunk, yes. then you say it was the Holy Ghost. It's just emotional. Yes. Yes. Are, you, are you with me? Yes. Check the life. Yes. It's not how high you go. No. I check how you are living. Yes. You can shout in the spirit and next time you gossip about somebody. Yes. The Holy Ghost in the believer will never gossip. Yes. Ah, you will say amen whether you like it or not. Yeah. The Holy Ghost in a believer will never gossip. Yeah. Yeah. When a brother comes and gossip, he say, hey, let's, call, let's call him. Mm. Yeah. If you want to really give another muzalonis a fit, it's my yeah. cool it, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's
0: a she's so yeah. Let me fall. Yeah. Then you will wow. see. You will see. Uh, but you didn't hear me correctly. No, but I heard you. Are you with me? Uh, uh, Those are the principles of the Holy Ghost in a believer. Somebody say amen to that. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out David. It's a principle, if you find believers, and they really believe wholeheartedly, these signs shall follow them, and in his name, they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. And new tongues, we know, Brother Ruhm has told us, you don't just stand up and speak in tongues, there's got to be an interpretation. Yes. If there is no interpretation, Paul says, we're going to look like a bunch of lunatics. Carry on. Like this. There's a brother somewhere, they say, every time he just comes and sits in the front, one Sunday he just comes and laughs. Then he tells the Duke the Holy Ghost anointed him with the laughing spirit that day. Next week he comes, he cries. The other week he, cry, he comes, he just keeps silent. Uh-huh. And so the Holy Ghost said he must never say anything, no movement. Funny things. Yeah. Hmm? Funny things. And when you don't know how these things work, then you fall for it. Yeah. Yes. And others will start being afraid of him. When he's quiet, they say, the Lord is going to show him nothing. Why is it in the spoken word? Everything, even gifts, are governed by principles. Every Even preaching is governed by principles. Anything that a believer does, it goes according to principles. And if the principles are not in life, God is not going to use it. Amen. The sons shall follow them. That belief. In my name shall they cast out David's. They shall speak with tongues. And a lot of times, let me pause here, the devil will never say I'm a devil, he will say I'm, a, I'm an angel. Yeah. I remember when I was in Botswana, this boy came and they called us to the room that this boy, he was quite in a state. We got into the room when we find him in the state with foam coming out of his mouth and just uttering some, 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 some nonsensical utterances. And you could see that he was demon-possessed. I mean, the next moment he was there in the service, everything was fine. The next moment he's in the room with Fum coming, he's uttering some, some things in an unknown tongue. And we prayed for him and prayed for him. And after we left, and after we left, by the time we got to where we were walking to, then this boy comes running. Stop, stop, stop. And we stopped. Then he says to me, You... When you live here, you're going to be involved in an accident and you're going to die. Then I look at him, you know, you know, God must give you the spirit of wisdom. Amen. I knew it was not a boy, it was a demon. Amen. Then I, I asked because I knew that the boy doesn't know what car I drive. Yeah. Then I said, what car do I drive?
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> and the demon looked confused. I said, what car do I drive? And if you don't know the car that I drive, how, how are you going to know that I'm going to be involved in an accident? Yeah. I say it's a demon, I cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. But most of the time, we believers, we get scared. Yeah. And even when you drive, we begin to be shaky because a demon has prophesied over your life. We rejected the prophecies of demons. Yeah. God has never given us the spirit of fear, yeah. but he has given us the spirit of sound mind. Yeah. We fear no devil. Yeah. And when we meet the devil, we cast it out. Yeah. But believers today are so scared. I mean, I'm not scared even with one. No, no. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out it They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. What does it mean? We don't become, wherever we go, we eat. Even they say this person is a witch, that's where we're going to enjoy the meal even more. I know some believers if they hear this one they bring out the food they start looking at each other. <laughs> Brother eat. Yeah. God has got power over every principality. Yeah. That's the principle of God. We are not afraid of that. Yeah. Eat and even lick your lips, your fingers and say finger licking good. Yeah. I don't care what is in there because I have prayed over the food. Yeah. I want to come to a point where in this church no one is afraid of anything. Yeah. <clears throat> where fear has got no room whatsoever.
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Wonderful. <sighs> pretty preacher there is a scam. That scam they've managed to really empty out a lot of houses. I was part of it, not as an architect, as a victim, not as a victim as such. I didn't fall for it. I was exposed to it. I must find the right way to use. Yeah. let <laughs> <somebody say>, Hey, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm coming. I'm working. I don't know the new streets. there. I was working on in a street. I was done with the exam, exams in my final year. And I'm walking, I'm walking. I meet a gentleman. He says, Sir so I say, how are you? He says, man, I'm good, I'm looking for Mr. So-and-so. I'm like, I don't know that person. As I'm talking to him, Another gentleman passes by. Then he says, "Maybe we need to ask this other guy." Then I stop to the guy. I say, "Hey, man, this man is looking for Mr. So and So. He's from Switzerland. This man, but I don't know who is this Mr. So and So." That man looked. He was a very well dressed fella. He looked at this man that was looking for the for the Mr. So and So. He started looking at him from the shoe up and looking down and said, "I." you looking like this, looking for Mr. and You're a chance taker. Then it, it somewhat sounded like Mr. Sun was a renowned figure or a big guy. I didn't know the guy. Then he said, no, 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 no. Don't undermine me. I'm a prophet. This man, we've helped him to win. I don't know whether it's a lot or what. So he won a lot of money. But instead of sending cows, he sent a check. So I'm returning his check because my father doesn't take checks, he takes uh, cows. And even me, I can tell you your things. Then he said to that man, stand there. Then that man walked away from where we were. And this gentleman, then we started just talking, Actually, it was the prophet that walked away. And this man that was passing by said, this man is wasting my time. You know, I'm coming from a court case. You know, I was involved in an accident. A mother with two kids, they died. So this man is wasting my time. My name is Joe, and I introduced myself. Then the man came and said to me, uh, Victor, greet Joe. is my other name. Okay, he says, Joe, you are involved in an accident. The mother died with the two kids, and you are not going up and down with court cases. That man, well dressed, he dropped down on the floor and raised his hand. <laughs> then it was now my turn. Yeah. So, I'm, in my heart, I'm like, maybe he's gonna tell me that you passed your exams. <laughs> then he starts saying no your mother has got, has got problems with her legs. I said, no. I mean, a few minutes before I bumped into them, I was talking to my mother in the phone. Uh, I said, "Ah, hey, gentlemen, this is no wrong. He says, no, you know, your, your, your grandmother that died, I said, she's still alive. <laughs> and then I said, ah, brother, ah, this is not for me. Joe, come. This man will help you. Yeah. Me, I. Then I, I could see that prophet looked very, very sad and said, you are a church person. I said, yes, I don't have time for this. Then I left. A few days later, they did several people where they took them to where they stay and told them that they want to cleanse the place. They wiped the entire furniture. <laughs> then I said, no, I remember this gentleman. <laughs> but you know what saved me? It's because I did not have fear. But if I had fear, I was going to lose it.
1: Yes,
0: Are you with me? Yes. Before the devil can capture you, he must make you to be fearful. Yes. But we as the seed of God, we fear nothing. Yes. And actually, even if you tell me I'm going to die tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to resurrect. Yes. Even death does not scare me. Yes.
1: Amen.
0: If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Then they shall lay hands on the sick. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's a principle. If you are sick, come and see the elders of the church. We lay hands on you. Then you will recover. It's a principle. And God will respect his principle. God bless you as we sing. just sing, only believe, only believe. Friday we are all here, 7 o'clock for our prayer meeting. Invite a friend. Invite, Invite a friend. Invite a neighbor. Invite a colleague. Say We have a prayer meeting. And let them come to the house of the Lord as we stand to our feet. What makes a prayer meeting to be great is people that have been praying for it before it takes place. Amen. Amen. Only believe, only believe. The door closed. to believe that God can respond and grant you your heart's desire. As you raise your hand and say, Lord, here am I. You know my heart. You know my desire. God is watching. principle only believe all things are possible to them that believe for somebody yesterday do it for me in this service you healed somebody yesterday do it for me God is here. He's going to hear us when we pray for your need. Gracious Heavenly Father, dear God, we spoke about a principle this morning, and a principle is that what you have done yesterday, you can do today. A principle is that if you were a deliverer yesterday, you are still a deliverer today. If you are a healer yesterday, you are still a healer today. That's why Paul says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this became a theme of the ministry in the end time, when the prophet went from meeting to meeting and said, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This morning, dear God, I believe that you are here. Dear God, your people are here reverently, have been praying and speaking to you about their needs. Dear God, you are not a stature, you are a prayer-hearing God. Sometimes, dear God, the devil speaks about you and distances you away from the people. But this morning, dear God, I wanted to tell them that you are so near, and you are so more real than even the things that they see with the naked eye. That, dear God, you can still do the miraculous amongst them, dear God. There are people that are looking for various things, dear God. Because as children, they look up to you as the parent, as the father. May you grant them their hearts and desires, dear God. Because, Lord, everything is possible with you. That's why we sang a song, All things are possible to them that believe. And this morning, we all believe. We all surrender ourselves. We all report to you that we are your children. And we don't doubt you at all, dear God. May you search every heart this afternoon. May you check what is bothering the heart, dear God. May you be responsive to their needs. We want to testify about your greatness and mercy, dear God. We appreciate that we worship an Almighty God, an able in God, dear God. Everything is possible to you, dear God. And if there is a demon that has been bothering them we bind that demon in the name of jesus christ satan you are a liar i come against you in the name of jesus christ i'm driving every demon away from your people, dear God. Whatever plans that they have, may you make it a reality. Whatever, dear God, aspirations that they have, may you make it a reality, dear God. If there is something that must be restored, may you restore it in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, dear God, everything that is needed to be done, let it be done in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, where would we be had it not been of your grace. What would we be without your grace? Many times the devil thought he had us against the wall, but here we are. And Lord, I'm praying for everyone that is sitting on every chair. May you search their hearts. May you inspect their lives, dear God. If there is a sin, forgive it, dear Lord. And if there is a reconciliation that is needed, may you grant it, dear God. Oh, if there is a sickness that must be healed, may you heal them, dear God. Everything that they desire, may you grant it, dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ. So that next time when we come, dear God, people should have testimonies about what you have done in their lives. Dear God, we are going to have a prayer meeting on Friday. And they will be inviting friends, colleagues, whoever they may be. And dear God, you say, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. And we don't believe that demons can be in a prayer meeting, dear God. There's bound to be deliverance in the prayer meeting. There's bound to be the forgiveness of sin. There's bound to be repentance, dear God. There's bound to be restoration, dear God. Why don't you begin in this service today, dear God, before they leave here? And those that are sick, may they say, I was sick, but now I'm healed. Those that were weak, may they say, I was weak, but now I'm stronger. Dear God, I know you will do it because you have done it many a times. I'm a witness of that. May you do it once more time. We pray, dear God, for the traveling mercy for them as they'll be going home. May you grant them the traveling mercy and may the angel of the Lord go to every house and be there and be on guard against all the principalities of the devil. We appreciate you, dear God as we commit everything to you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's just say, Savior, Savior. That's how we're just going to leave it. If you want to sit down and have a prayer, have a prayer. But let's just say, Savior, Savior. Just a chorus only.
1: Seja, seja, seja,